Welcome to this week's podcast. Today we gather around a story of encounter with a stranger on a road to an unmarked place. And then those who have travelled this way before know Jesus is always found in a stranger's guise. So join us on the road with Ian and Fiona McMillan and Jeanette Peel, who share our time today. Today you are invited to provide some bread and wine for yourself, or crackers and juice, some symbol of a basic meal in your worship space today. For we invite each other to share bread and wine in whatever place we find ourselves. For we are going to a place not on a map, but a place where we can meet each other in our imaginations. Such a place is called Emmaus. And there, in Breaking Bread, we recognise Jesus still connects, communes, keeps company with us. Welcome to our podcast communion. Let us gather for the journey. Let us pray. Travelling God, we may not be able to travel far these days, but we have travelled a greater distance than we can imagine. From what is familiar to what is new and yet to be understood. From routine to responses as yet uncertain. From touching and being present in community to distancing ourselves from culture and tradition. Travelling backwards, it feels, away from each other. Yet today we travel towards one another again in this time together in our imaginations our storytelling setting ourselves free at least here to move and meet and encounter again may we find this travelling place the place to explore and retell our stories to daringly recount the stories we know, yet leave space for them to evolve and reshape us, finding ways to engage with each other now the ground is shifted, as it had done for those first travellers to Emmaus. A journey that never finishes being travelled, but is always travelled with you. It is such trust we cling on to at this time. O travelling companion, it takes this road less travelled with us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now on that same day, two of them were going to the village called Emaus about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened.
While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from him, recognising him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you are walking along? They stood still, looking sad. Faith is a story. Really, that's all it is. And with a story made sacred in the telling, we can do one of two things. We can preserve it. We can write it down and seal the words. We can have a definitive understanding of it. Maintain and conserve how it shapes community. Safeguard the way we do everything. We can secure it behind glass, place it on high shelves, out of reach, so that it won't be destroyed. Or we can tell it and then retell the story again, letting it evolve through every experience, exploring it, questioning it, travelling with it. We can pick it up, handle it, feel it, look at it in different ways and see where it takes us. And so the companions, when they speak to the stranger, imagine the story is fixed. But through the stranger's eyes, the words take on new life. It is heard afresh in old ears and find one story invites another and then another, continually reshaping how they understand what has happened. And so it is on the Emmaus Road. It is not a journey found on a map but a journey found in faith stories. Emmaus isn't a place. Emmaus is a way of faith. What have we missed? In the confusion of it all, even the disciples, those closest, did not fully understand. What have we missed? When we try to make sense of the last few days, the loss, the grief. What have we missed as our eyes are closed and our hearts broken on the road to Emmaus? Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself 
in all the scriptures. This Emmaus road is a travelling road, not just for the feet, but for the soul. The road to Emmaus is a deeply spiritual road, and indeed many suggest Emmaus is actually simply a parable about that spiritual road. Look where it starts. The travellers' disappointments. Oh, but we had hoped, they say. Besides all this, it's now the third day. As if it is now too late. Jesus is definitely gone. And they're going back home anyway, away from Jerusalem. The whole kingdom project is a failure. When you start out for Emmaus, you start out with disappointment. But this is the sacred way, where we find resurrection, but resurrection that slips in beside you. You don't even notice it. The stranger joins them and they talk, and he begins to persuade and encourage them, grounding their experiences in the promises of their tradition. He begins to find for them a new enthusiasm for hope, right there in the stories they thought were empty. Resurrection is almost a healing. And once more, the gospel surprises us in how it speaks of resurrection. There is no Easter fanfare, no pronouncement, no choir of angels. Resurrection slips in on a whispered conversation you hardly notice. Resurrection is found in the storytelling between friends and a stranger. Resurrection is a way to see and hear God in the world again. Because resurrection is a relationship. The travellers start out saying, oh, we had hoped the story was bigger. And the stranger replies, it is, my friends, it is. And when we let the guest become our host, we will see. What have we missed by not recognising who is travelling beside us at all times and in all places? What have we missed as we retell the story to an apparent stranger? What have we missed as we encounter new ways of being reaching out to each other in recognising who is always with us. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. Come and join us. Come and break bread. There is the gospel. Come and continue the story. Come and keep this shared experience going. There is the life. Come, whoever you are, stranger, friend, companion. There is the belonging. Come, let us not break this community. Let us commune further. There is the invitation. Come to the table with us. We have space and there is still further to travel. There is the truth. Come. The words have not yet run out. The story has more to give. There is the faith. Come, for where two or three are gathered, didn't he say he'd be there? 
what have we missed? When we saw the bread and wine, but did not understand its importance staring at us. What have we missed when we fail to recognise the worth of every person? What have we missed if we remain blind to God's love before us, behind us, beside us and forget to share with all? When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? hearts burning. The words were alive. The gospel moment here is not recognising Jesus. Yes, the gospel is found in not recognising Jesus, but sharing with a stranger, offering hospitality, a table, loving your neighbour, whoever he or she may be. That's the gospel moment. Because every stranger is Jesus. He always said that was how it was going to be. Hospitality, generosity, inclusion. These were the gospel long before belief became the gospel. Gospel is relationships. Resurrection is relationship. And inviting that relationship. And sharing with the stranger. And loving neighbour, which is the Emmaus story. You can't help but see. In fact, it pounds in your heart. It is so clearly the case that Jesus is among us in such generous gospel action. Holy, 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 God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in God's name. Hosanna in the highest. So we take bread. Hmm, how simple it is. Yet it contains the whole of heaven, each crumb the entire gospel, and at our Emmaus tables, wherever they are, we join each other within this story, round one great table across isolation. One table between us, reducing the social distancing. One humble table in many guises, coffee, dining, bedside, hospital. It is one table we gather round and break this Emmaus bread and share this Emmaus cup. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, grant us your peace. Let us now break and share and know through this invisibly connected community, we share in the presence of Christ. So taste and see, taste and know, taste and believe 
the love of Christ is present and binds us together as one as we take our bread now and share it. Please share bread and wine now. Amen. We are not our hearts burning within us. Peace be with you. But we cannot remain here. We cannot hold a story like this and keep it to ourselves. Let us return from Aramaeus of our imagination, those uncertain and liminal places that feel all too real now, and one day return to our Jerusalems of Nucleopatric, our familiar faith places, but reshaped by the experience, renamed by the truth found in these less travelled places, as we travel with the stranger who joins us on the road. What have we found? That our hearts are lifted, that our eyes are opened, the love of God reaches out. What have we found? We are humanity and Christ is for everyone. What have we found? In the breaking of bread, the good news is shared without exception. Let us pray. Emmaus God, meeting in the liminal places between disappointment and hope, worry and relief, searching and discovery, it is the very place our world finds itself. And so we bring it to the table. And there, in what is broken, break open a new relationship with the future. So at our table we place those who worry and grieve, those who lead and take decisions, those who work to keep communities going, from health services and staff to medics and researchers, from community workers and agencies, to neighbours and volunteers. And for families and friends, anxious and hurting, concerns with coping in strange times, now expectations from everyday encounters to services and funerals have shifted. We pray into the journey, back from Emmaus to our familiar Jerusalems. May we carry the hope, the daring faith, that soon we all see 
a resurrected society, a new relationship with life, each other, and our future. So be it. Amen. Go in peace to walk the way. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the commonwealth of the Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for the invitation to join you today. We are online, as always, at nkchurch.org.uk where we have daily prayers for the journey, videos, Zoom rooms, two appeals for food banks and Malawi. And while the building is closed for worship, the church is open as it hasn't been before. So let us journey together, stranger and friend. Take care.